This is your host, Danny, and this is Word Power from English Plus Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Mark Twain's first appearance, and we will learn 10 new words in context. We will learn agonize, anecdote, awe, cajole, eminent, ensure, impromptu, intently, manuscript, and shrewd. So, if you would like to learn these new words in the context of our story for today, Mark Twain's first appearance, join me in this episode. And don't forget, there's a lot you can do on my website, EnglishPlusPodcast.com. The link is in the description. It will take you to the custom post I created for this episode. There you will find interactive activities. And for my patrons, they will also find a PDF practice worksheet. And for this week, I added something special to this PDF practice worksheet. The first couple of pages, you will find exercises for the words that we're going to learn in this episode. And then you will have practice or review practice for the previous four episodes. So this is a very good way for you to review the words you already learned. And if you haven't had the chance to listen to those episodes, you can listen to them or you can try do the exercises anyway. There are crossword puzzles, word searches and other activities that are fun to do and a very good way to build your vocabulary. And remember these words, make them a part of your permanent active vocabulary bank. So this PDF is available to all my patrons and talking about patrons, allow me to welcome our latest patron, Akio Miyahira. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. The whole learning community thanks you for your support because that can only ensure the continuation of our learning community. And with that, I will invite everybody to become a patron to support English Plus, support me, support our learning community. The link is in the description. It will take you to my Patreon page where you can support me. And of course, you will enjoy the special benefits that are exclusive to our patrons. Like, for example, the PDF practice worksheet for today. It's patron only. And with that being said, let's not waste any more time and let's start talking about Mark Twain's first appearance and our 10 words for today. Besides being an eminent author, Mark Twain was also a talented speaker who told stories to audiences with the same shrewd humor he showed in his fiction. On one occasion, Twain related a personal anecdote about stage fright. It seems he was attending his daughter's first singing performance, when the audience cajoled him into speaking with no prepared speech in mind, Twain gave an impromptu talk about the steps he took to ensure success during his own first appearance on stage. Here is a portion of that talk. I had got a number of friends of mine, stalwart men, and sprinkled themselves through the audience armed with big clubs. Every time I said anything they could possibly guess I intended to be funny, they were to pound those clubs on the floor. Then there was a kind lady in a box up there, also a good friend of mine, the wife of the governor. She was to watch me intently, and whenever I glanced toward her, she was going to deliver a gubernatorial laugh that would lead the whole audience into applause. At last, I began. I had the manuscript tucked under the United States flag in front of me where I could get at it in case of need. But I managed to get started without it. I walked up and down. I was young in those days and needed the exercise and talked and talked. Right in the middle of the speech, I had placed a gem. 
I had put in a moving, pathetic part which was to get at the hearts and souls of my hearers. When I delivered it, they did just what I hoped and expected. They sat silent and awed. I had touched them. Then I happened to look up at the box where the governor's wife was. You know what happened. Well, after the first agonizing five minutes, my stage fright left me never to return. But I shall never forget my feelings before the agony left me. And I got up here to thank you for helping my daughter by your kindness to live through her first appearance. And I want to thank you for your appreciation of her singing, which is, by the way, hereditary. So that was our little anecdote, little story of Mark Twain's first appearance. Now for our 10 words, let me remind you again, we have the words eminent, shrewd, anecdote, cajole, impromptu, ensure, intent, manuscript, awe, and agonizing. So don't go away. We're going to talk about those 10 words in context next. Support our learning community by becoming a patron on Patreon. The link is in the description. Take the link and enjoy many benefits that are exclusive to our patrons, like premium episodes, premium assignments, and premium worksheets. Support us, help us survive, grow, and thrive. The link is in the description. Go to my Patreon page and find out about all the benefits you get by becoming a patron on Patreon. So let me start with the first word, eminent. E-M-I-N-E-N-T. Eminent. Now let's take a look at how we use that in context. We said, besides being an eminent author... Mark Twain was also a talented speaker. What does that mean when we say an eminent author? An eminent person is well-known and respected, especially because they are good at their profession. And Mark Twain was definitely good at what he did, which was writing, of course. He was eminent. Other words for eminent, like we say prominent, great, or important. So that was the meaning of eminent. Let's move to the next word, shrewd. S-H-R-E-W-D, shrewd. How did we use that in context? We said Mark Twain told stories to audiences with the same shrewd humor he showed in his fiction. So what do we mean by saying shrewd? When we use the word to describe a person or to describe something like Mark Twain's fiction. A shrewd person is able to understand and judge a situation quickly and to use this understanding to their own advantage. So we're talking about a clever person, a quick-witted person at the same time. That is a shrewd person, saying the right things at the right time, very quickly, because this person is clever, can understand what's happening in a situation, and knows exactly what to say. And that was Mark Twain, and his fiction, of course. So that is the meaning of shrewd. It is like clever, but it is a little bit different. A lot of people are clever, are intelligent, but not everybody is shrewd. All right, that brings me to the next word, anecdote, A-N-E-C-D-O-T-E. Let's take a look at how we use that in context. We said on one occasion, Twain related a personal anecdote about stage fright. So what is the meaning of anecdote? Well, an anecdote is a short, amusing account of something that has happened. It is not just a short story. It is a short story that is usually funny, Or sometimes it's not funny, but it always has a moral. And that happens a lot with famous people when they are asked to talk about themselves or to talk in special occasions. They tell those stories which have meanings or they just might be funny. 
And here, in this case, he was talking about his first appearance. So that was the anecdote, a very short, amusing account of something that has happened and that usually has a message or a moral. That's the meaning of anecdote. So that was our third word. What about our fourth word, cajole? C-A-J-O-L-E, cajole. Let's take a look at how we use that in context. We said it seems he was attending his daughter's first singing performance when the audience cajoled him into speaking. What does that mean? Is it like persuading? Well, something like that. But after pleading and, you know, just you keep asking this person to persuade them to do something. If you cajole someone into doing something, you get them to do it after persuading them for some time. So that is the meaning of cajole. And that brings me to the next word, impromptu. I-M-P-R-O-M-P-T-U, impromptu. Now, here, because he was not prepared, with no prepared speech in mind, Twain gave an impromptu talk about the steps he took to ensure success during his own first appearance on stage. Well, when we talk about something that is not prepared, it is impromptu. An impromptu action is one that you do without planning or organizing it in advance. Like when we say spontaneous thing, improvised, unprepared, okay? So that is the meaning of impromptu. And in the same example, we used another word, and that is ensure, E-N-C-U-R-E. Now, we said here the steps he took to ensure success during his own first appearance on stage. What is the meaning of ensure? To ensure something or to ensure that something happens means to make certain that it happens. Well, maybe the word is very simple, but you might want to take some notes on how to use it. You either ensure something or you ensure that something happens. That's how we use this word. So we still have four words to go. Let's continue with the next word, and that is intent. I-N-T-E-N-T. But before we know what it means, let's take a look at how we use that in context. We said she was, and here we were talking about the governor's wife, she was to watch me intently. And whenever I glanced toward her, she was going to deliver a gubernatorial laugh that would lead the whole audience into applause. So what does it mean to watch someone intently, to do something in an intent way, intently? If someone does something intently, they pay great attention to what they are doing. That's the meaning of intent. When you are observed, focused, fixed, that's the meaning of intent. Or more commonly used as you do something intently, like you watch something intently, like in our example here. And the next word we have is manuscript. M-A-N-U-S-C-R-I-P-T. Manuscript. Let's take a look at how we use that in our context. We said, I had the manuscript, or actually Mark Twain said, I had the manuscript tucked under a United States flag in front of me where I could get at it in case of need. So the manuscript, what does that mean? Is it just like a book or something? It is something like that, but it's not just a book. A manuscript is a handwritten or typed document, especially a writer's first version of a book before it is published. Before you publish the book, you have a manuscript. Now, of course, maybe nowadays we have the manuscripts printed and everything. It's not just handwritten, but that doesn't matter. Whether it is handwritten or typed, the point is, this is the first version of a book before it is published. That's the manuscript. Now we have two more words to go. Awe and agonizing. Let's start with awe. Awe is A-W-E. A-W-E. Awe. How did we use that in context? 
Mark Twain continued and said, When I delivered it, they did just what I hoped and expected. They sat silent and awed. I had touched them. So, what is the meaning of awe? If you are awed by someone or something, they make you feel respectful and amazed, though often rather frightened. Now, sometimes frightened, of course, but in this case, they were not frightened. They were respectful. The audience felt respectful and amazed. They were impressed. They were awed. That's the meaning of awed. But remember that sometimes there is also fear involved. Okay? Now for the last word for today's episode, and that is agonizing. A-G-O-N-I-Z-I-N-G. Agonizing. Let's take a look at how we use that in context. We said, well, after the first agonizing five minutes, my stage fright left me never to return. Now here Mark Twain was talking about the first agonizing five minutes of his first appearance. Now Agonizing, of course, because this stage fright is a big deal. And it can still happen even after a hundred appearances. You can still have stage fright. But the very first stage fright is very special. You will remember that for a very, very long time. And according to Mark Twain, it was agonizing. When something is agonizing, that means it causes you to feel great physical or mental pain. It is intense. Of course, the man was young and it was his first appearance. He was worried the audience wouldn't like him. He was worried the audience would boo him or something like that. But it turned out to be okay. It turned out to be great, actually, because the audience were awed. They were impressed. But he still remembers those first agonizing five minutes. But after that, his stage fright left him never to return. And with that, we come to the end of our 10 words for today's episode. Don't forget, the link in the description will take you to the custom post I created on my website, EnglishPlusPodcast.com. Take the link, go there to make the most of what you're learning here. I can assure you that even though you understand everything I say here, it is very easy to forget those words if you don't practice. And I got you covered. I have a lot of practice on this custom post I created. And for my patrons, there's also a PDF practice worksheet they can download and work on. And inside this practice worksheet, there is the practice for this episode and a review practice for the previous four Word Power episodes. So take the link, go to my website and take your English with it to the next level. And don't forget to become a patron. The second link in the description will take you to my Patreon page where you can become a patron. Enjoy the great benefits of becoming patrons like premium episodes, premium assignments and more. And of course, you will be supporting this community and ensuring that we continue and nothing stops us. With that being said, this is your host, Danny. I would like to thank you very much for listening to another episode from English Plus Podcast. I will see you next time.